what is up beloveds beloveds it is your girl bell fit welcome to the bell fit show so today i'm gonna dive into some deep waters this message it's going to reach the right people okay so if you're listening really take some time to digest the words that are coming out of my mouth. Because I really feel, I know that God wants you to hear them. You see, some of you have been asking the question, how long, Lord? How long do I have to wait? Why won't you bless me? What do I need to do to activate the promises that you've spoken over my life. It's not that you're a bad person. Though we are imperfect, you are forgiven. But there are a few things that God has given me to give to you, to help you release the blessings over your life to help you start to realize the words that God has spoken to you in secret, those promises, right? Our God, he cannot lie. He's not a liar. So don't ask yourself when. Ask yourself why. Why am I still in waiting? What is preventing me? I'm going to tell you. Are you ready for that? Because I'm going to bring you some truth serum today. And it may not feel good. You know, it never feels good. (laughs) The truth, even though it sets people free, It's not without agitation. So I'm going to give you three things right now, and I just want you to meditate on this. Listen again, if necessary. So without further ado, let's dive into these three things that are going to release the blessing over your life. Number one, repentance. What does this mean, repentance? It means that you don't just apologize for doing the wrong thing, that you don't just say sorry for not abiding in God's word. What it means is that you turn away from your wicked ways. That's uncomfortable, isn't it? Like God is like, don't just tell me sorry. Change your ways. Do a complete 180. Don't repeat the same things that offend me. Don't deliberately continue in this misconduct because you are my chosen 
You are my beloved child, my sons and daughters, my heirs. I gave my son for your life so you could live it abundantly. So stop repeating actions that are against me. Repentance is about altering our ways, changing those behaviors. Walking in the blessing, it requires that we walk in God's statutes. Now you may be asking yourself, like I did for years, well, how come I see all these wicked people prospering? You know, it just agitates me. <laughs> like all these evil people who seemingly live these triumphant lives. You know, they've got all this wealth and all these friends and all this influence and all this power and affluence. And they have what seems to be this successful, prolific, auspicious life. And it burns, but guess what? God did not bless them. The enemy did. <laughs> you think the enemy doesn't reward his chosen as well? You think the devil doesn't reward his children? Oh, he does. You just have to sell your soul for it. You just have to give up infinity for it. You just have to surrender to hell for it. You have to pay the price. See, we don't know what they go through behind closed doors. And quite frankly, I don't want to. Because in the end, God is, he's faithful. And when I say faithful, not just in the good things, but he's faithful in judgment. So those people, whether they know it or not, they're going to get what's coming to them. So that's why instead of asking about what we see or what we perceive regarding the blessings that other people are inheriting that don't deserve it, we just need to fixate on what's in our own control and what's in your authority is minding your business, is amending your behavior, is saying no to the things that God says no to. I don't care about popularity, my friends. Popularity will take you to hell. Popularity will rob you of joy. Popularity is not honoring God necessarily. You know, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. So what the world finds to be popular, what the world approves, often God disapproves. So repentance is about saying no to the things that God says no to, realizing that he is so gracious that he will forgive you. He absolutely will. But for that forgiveness to be sustainable, you need to about face. Now, there are different things that all of us struggle with. 
I get that. But if you are serious, if you want what God has ordained to be yours, you will repent. So stop doing that same old (laughs) S-H-I-T. You see, God's working on me. I'm trying not to curse. All right. Um, so that was number one. Number two, obedience. Wow. Obedience is such a huge, it's so huge because here's the thing. A lot of times people don't even know what God expects them to do. Like you can't necessarily follow a principle or a law that you are unaware of. (laughs) Like God will ask you to do something and instead of confiding in him, you know, you might ask your cousin, like, well, what do you think about this? Wait, time out. What did God say to you? See, don't make him an option, make him a priority. Make him the first person that you go to for counsel. And what you will realize is even if you don't understand, even if you don't fully comprehend what God is telling you, he will establish what he wants you to do out of the mouth of two or three witnesses. Other people will confirm these things or other random miracles, sporadic events will happen in your life and it will confirm what God is telling you to do. See, some of us, we struggle with discerning the voice of God because we have a weak spiritual muscle. If you don't exercise, you know what happens to your muscle? It atrophies, it gets weaker. You know, I was talking to a client of mine and, um, He was saying that he hadn't worked out for a few weeks, but when he finally went back to the gym, his bench press, it was like 50 pounds lighter than what it was previously because he got weaker from taking two weeks off. You know, so the same thing applies for our spiritual zeal. You have to nourish yourself with the content that God provides us with. What is that? It's the Bible. It's the Word. The Word is the law, my friends. It's God's law. He literally has given us this book. So when we have questions, He's got answers. (laughs) It's like, yo, if you read the book, if you read the Word, Your life gets easier because then you know what to do. For example, for me, my finances changed when I started obeying a very simple principle. Honoring God with my tithe. Give me 10% of your money. Give me 10% of your increase, 10% of your income. When you get paid, give me 10%. You keep the 90 and see if I don't multiply you. See, if I don't bless that 10%, I kid you not, this changed my 
life because I was broke, broke before, okay? <laughs> Ask Mr. and Mrs. Bell. <laughs> like, I would be hitting up my parents all the time because guess what? I had this scarcity mindset because I didn't know that one of the principles that God asked for us to bless us, to increase us, is to give him 10%. So once I started doing that, see, I'm the type where if I know something, I always, I will always put it to the test because I'm eager to find out if this is truthful or if this is just some bogus thing that somebody concocted, right? So I did. I said, okay, all right, Lord. That's what your word says. Give you 10% and see if you don't open the windows of heaven and pour me out a blessing. So I did it. Okay, Lord, I'll put you to the test. But if I keep giving you 10% and I stay broke, I guarantee you this, I will never give you 10% again. <laughs> That's how I talk to, to God, man. <laughs> he made me like this. You think... You think the king of truth, you think he's intimidated by me challenging his word? <laughs> I don't think so. So because I studied, because I just started to read, because I wanted to know how I could change my life for the better, because I was missing something, man. I said, you know what? Both of my grandparents, my grandfathers were pastors. I have seen the Bible since I was a kid. I have gone to church more times than I would have liked to. <laughs> you know, vocation, Bible study, and all those different things. And I said, you know, if there's something to it, you know, because when you get out on your own as an adult, 2,000, 3,000 miles away from home, you are going to struggle, okay? It's just your wilderness experience. It is what it is. That's how we learn. That's how we grow. So I came to the end of myself. I said, you know what? I don't know what I need, but I, I got to figure out how to live my life better because I'm better than this. I know that much, you know? So I started to read the word. And then instead of just reading the principles, instead of reading all these statutes and not applying it, no, I put them to the test. How can I change my life for the better? Okay, stop lying to people. Uh, what? Tell the truth? People don't want to hear the truth, Lord. People aren't going to like me if I tell the truth. Some people didn't like me, but guess what? People respected me. So yeah, that was a level up. <laughs> like, yo, you may not like her. You may not like what she has to say, but she will not lie to you. Belle will not lie to you, okay? <laughs> then I utilize the other principle. Okay, I'm going to give you 10%. If I give you 10%, you got to increase my bag though, because I'm just, listen, I'm following what you tell me to do. But I wouldn't have known the principles of God if I didn't sit down and start to study them. Like this is, this is how you life correctly, my friends. Don't just listen to, you know, the scriptures that I share with you guys on here. Take it upon yourself to just open the word of God. I don't care if 
it's the Bible app or you actually have a physical Bible. If you study the word, just one chapter a day, I guarantee over the course of a year, you are going to be so much wiser and you are going to know exactly what to do to improve your life and or situation. Okay, because this is how God speaks directly to us. Like when I open up the word and I'm going through something, I kid you not, I will flip to a page that is speaking on my issue. It's like God, he wants us to be better. He's like, yo, I will give you the keys to the kingdom if you just read it. And then if you read it and you apply what I'm telling you to do, then your life will change for the better. And then you will walk in alignment with the blessing and not the cursing. See, I want to bless you, but you don't know what to do to be obedient to right and then there are times as well where we just don't recognize the voice of god so we don't know because here's the thing about him here's the thing about him he does not operate like the world so he will ask you to do things that don't make any sense and a lot of the times it will be things that are uncomfortable things that put you out there things that actually require you walk by faith. Yo, I'm going to tell you something right now. Okay, so it was about, I want to say, two years ago. And, you know, I had a little side gig and I was making extra money. And all of a sudden, God was like, you know what? Don't do this anymore. Stop. It wasn't anything bad, you know. And I don't want to say what it is because... I'm not sure if I could get in trouble for naming this company. You got to be careful with that stuff now, guys. Because <laughs> if I put something out there and all of a sudden the people who were doing this or who are doing this stop doing it because of me, you know, it just, I could be sued. I don't know. You know, people get canceled all the time for stupid crap, right? So yeah, I was doing this particular side hustle and God was like, stop doing this. And I'm like, um, sure, when you give me the money, <laughs> when you bring me another source of income, okay, like, I just, I'm just not going to stop. Like, here's the thing about the world. The world teaches us, don't let go of one thing until you have grasped another thing, you know, but God is not like that. This is what he asked of us. I won't give you that new thing until you release the old thing. You know, like, no, you're, you're either going to trust me or you're not going to trust me. But if you are obedient, then I will bless you. Obedience is a precursor to the blessing. Okay. I'm keeping it all the way real. And when you are not obedient, the only thing that you're doing is delaying your favor. That's it. You know, and once I finally, because here's the thing, you know, I was trying to play it safe. <laughs> I'm like, well, do I let it go? Like, I don't know where this money's going to come from. Like, <laughs> like, eh, you know, so then I tried to like, I tried to like cut down doing 
the side gig, my little side hustle. I tried to not do it as much. I was like, okay, well, instead of doing it this frequently, but guess what? That's not what God told me to do. He said, stop doing it. Stop it. I didn't say do it part-time. I didn't say just do it two days a week. I didn't say just do it on the weekend. I told you to stop. You be obedient to my word and I will bless you. So finally, I was like, okay, you know, either I'm going to trust God or, you know, because this little side hustle, it doesn't seem like it's doing much of anything at this point. It's pretty much just like, <laughs> it's just consuming my time and it's exhausting me and it's making me tired. And it was taking away from my ability to pour into you guys, you know, because when when you're tired, it takes a lot of mental energy for me to come on here every single day and speak to you guys. You know, I don't know if you listen to other podcasters, but they typically will do an episode once or twice a week. I'm on here seven days a week for you guys, okay? And God was like, yo, I need you to choose me and I need you to stop that. Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me, Lord? <laughs> I need you to be obedient to me. So I, you know, I played around with the idea. Finally, I was so exhausted. I quit that little side hustle. And the next thing you know, I kid you not. See, this is the gift of obedience. The next thing you know, literally that very next week, God blessed me with an entirely new contract in my business. God gave me someone who was referred to me through another referral at one of the places that I spoke at and I got a new client. And I was like, well, what do you know? <laughs> but I doubt he would have released that to me if I was still in my own little process of being disobedient, you know, of just doing what I wanted to do because I was grasping on to worldly security. God knows the plans he has for you. So can you trust him, boo? <laughs> All right. So I feel like I, uh, I beat that one in the head pretty good. So let's move on to the next one. Last one. Okay. Ordinance. Ordinance. Hear me when I tell you. <laughs> the laws of God are not the laws of man. See, it's one thing to be obedient, but it's another thing to know God's laws. So like obedience is like, hey, God tells you to do this and then you do that. But it's another thing to know God's statutes. Okay. Like what he considers sinning because sinning is what leads us to death. We're all going to die physically. I get that. When we sin, it leads us to an ending that's paralytical. Like, <laughs> like that's the end to whatever that thing is that you want to prosper. Okay, and it, yeah, it might even be physical death. But for example, the laws of man never say, hey, if you cheat on your wife, if you cheat on your husband, you're going to jail. <laughs> right? There, there are no laws like that. But in God's law, he tells us 
to honor your bride. Honor your husband, okay? Like when, when you go before God and you commit to that person and now you are a union, this is getting deep, even for me, y'all. <laughs> like I'm going to have to drink some water after this. But when you go before God and you commit yourself to one another, okay, one of the laws is do not commit adultery. It's a sin. What does sin lead to? Like I said, it leads to death. The death of what? The death of that relationship. <laughs> it's possible, right? So it's like we have to take his laws seriously. You know, like you have to be astute to what God expects from you as his heir. Because he's not just going to allow you to piggyback off of the laws of man and be okay. Like, well, you know, everybody cheats, you know, and, and it's crazy now. And this is just something that I'm using as an example because it's like people make jokes about this stuff. Like, you know, everybody has um, a side chick or, you know, and I'm just like, um, no, 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 they, they should not. Because I take God's law seriously, bro, when it comes to that. Like, hey, God is working on all of us, but here's, here's the bottom line. When you know the ordinance of God, when you know his laws and his statutes, then it's like you even, you really do live almost majestically because his favor and his mercy will follow you all the days of your life. Some people have good lives, but the thing is, when you are walking according to the principles of the Father, it's his grace that will abound in you and he will just favor you. He will just bring so many blessings, miracles, just radical things that just sporadically come into fruition simply because not only do you know his law, but you are obeying those laws. Those laws are sown. They are etched within the confines of your heart, man. You know, and that's why it's like, I'm one of those people where I will give you a brutal truth and not lie to you. It's not that a part of me doesn't want to lie to you. <laughs> there, there are times I would prefer to lie to you, but because I know lying is me sinning against God, the one who loves me. I don't take that lightly, right? Now, what, what do the laws of man say? The laws of man, they don't care if you lie to people. You're not gonna go to jail for that. You're not gonna be punished for that. The people who created the laws are liars themselves, right? But because I know the ordinance of God, because I know it, <laughs> it's like, I wanna obey my father, man. I want him to say, well done, good and faithful servant. I want to be on God's honor roll. So those things, those three things, because I know this is getting long. Those three things, I really want you to meditate on, my friends. 
I really, really do. Because it's not, it's not me. You probably hear the passion in my voice. It's God wanting you to know this information. I've already done an episode today. I've already done one, right? But when I sat down and I was meditating on the word and I was like, yo, Lord, this is, this is good stuff. Let me just share the thing that triggered me to do an episode for you guys. So I got to the book of Hosea. This is chapter 14. And what it says is repentance to bring blessing. And I was reading this this portion and it just, it moved me because it said, I will answer him and care for him. I am like a green pine tree. Your fruitfulness comes from me. Who is wise? He will realize these things. Who is discerning? He will understand them. The ways of the Lord are right. The righteous walk in them, but the rebellious stumble in them. We ought not be rebellious, my friends. We have to repent. We have to be obedient. And we have to know the ordinance of God. So with that said, I love you. And truly, God does too. Or he wouldn't use me to speak these things to you. Because I wanted to tell you some silly stuff tonight. Okay. Like I, <laughs> I was like, okay, Lord. I guess I could put my little comedy hour to the side. <laughs> Share some more important, impactful insight and information with you guys. Okay. So I just want to suggest that you create some type of regimen to spend time reading the word. You know, there's even an app that I just downloaded and it just reads it to you. So if you're not one of those people that you like to read or you don't have a physical Bible, you know, just download an app and and an app will read it to you. It just, you know, just take in 10 minutes a day when you wake up, just play it for like, five, 10 minutes before you go to bed, five or 10 minutes, just create a regimen. So you start to know who your father is, the power you have in him and what you need to do to walk in alignment with the blessing boo. (laughs) Now, one more time with that said, (laughs) stay spirit led and may God bless you always in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl, Belle Fit.